Good morning, Brad, and welcome to the Local Paleo Show. Good morning. Thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely. Good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Wonderful, thank you. As usual. As usual. Even if you were not, you wouldn't tell. No. <laughs> so, Brad, um, I got the chance to taste your sprouted nuts at the 2018 Paleo FX event in Austin and love them. So, thank you for coming on our show. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you got to try them out in person. Absolutely. And uh, you are the co founder with Laura of Springbound Snacks, formerly mm -hmm. known as Nourishing Nuts. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we'd like to know more about you. First, uh, what is your professional background and can you tell us your story up to your starting the business? Yeah, yeah, of course. So my professional background is I studied accounting here in Santa Barbara. I went to a little school called Westmont. And I, after that, I went down to San Diego and got my CPA license and moved out to Austin, where you are there. Nice mm -hmm. spot. And I was there for about three years working for a large accounting firm. And I had the idea of starting the Sprouted Nut Company, Springbound, because my mom, when we were growing up, would make sprouted nuts for my family. And so I moved out to Austin, and I expected there to be a healthy city where everyone's fit. I expected there to be sprouted nuts everywhere. And come to find out, I couldn't find them in Whole Foods or natural grocers or any of the big uh, retail stores. So I had this crazy idea as an accountant, a very um, risk-averse trade to start my own business. And so I launched at a farmer's market in Austin, and uh, yeah grew from there, but we can talk about the rest of that later. But that was the initial launch was that I wanted sprouted nuts for myself and I couldn't find them. So I thought, let's do it. Let's make them myself in my kitchen. I'd like to insert a comment here. There's plenty of nuts in Austin, but mm -hmm. not sprouted. Exactly. Not sprouted, no. <laughs> no, no. We, we like to keep Austin weird, so plenty yeah. of nuts, but not yep. sprouted. Exactly. So, um, so one day you just decided to, to do this and uh, you started with the markets and, uh, and then what? Yeah, I started initially with my friends and family and I didn't have the best of recipes at the time. So people were like, I like the texture, but I don't necessarily like the taste all that much. So it took many iterations to go from point A to point C or D or whatever we're on right now. But yeah, we launched in a farmer's market. Uh, Laura came on board a couple months after we launched and she's been the most helpful person that we could have brought on board. So that's been nice. And from there, we launched into two larger farmer's markets. Uh, we weren't getting a ton of sales at the first uh, farmer's market. And then we found our niche. We found it's a little higher uh, quality. And so that equates to me with higher price. And so we went for customers with a little more disposable income and, and hit our stride. And so at one point we were like, you know, we we're thinking, why don't we make this bigger than just farmer's markets? If Austin has this issue of not having sprouted nuts, I'm sure San Diego and, and Washington and New York also have these issues too. So 
if we get in, could get into stores nationwide, we could reach so many more people than just farmers markets in Austin. Right, right. So, um, of course, a lot of people are going to wonder, why do you sprout nuts? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so, like I said, my mom, I grew up with my mom sprouting nuts. And so it's just something I was accustomed to and something I took for granted, actually, until I moved out and couldn't find any on the shelves. And my mom was too far away to keep sending them to me, needed to grow up. So uh, why we sprout nuts? So raw and roasted nuts um, have these things called phytate, phytate, excuse me, or phytic acid and enzyme inhibitors. And... Um, what you're doing when you're sprouting, without trying to get too scientific, maybe we can go in a little deeper later, is you're getting rid of those, and so you're opening up the nut so that your body can absorb more of the nutrients. And so essentially it's a healthier nut, and then on the other hand, people think that's kind of boring, but on the other hand, it tastes better, and people love that. So I've had many people come up to the farmer's market, try them, buy a bag, and then I was, as they're walking away, I said, hey, did you know they're sprouted? And they're like, no, what does that mean? So then I explain the health benefits. But there's mm -hmm. a clear taste difference of these nuts. They taste fresher. They're crunchier. It gets rid of, especially in raw walnuts, there's that bitter flavor. Yeah. It gets rid of that so they taste somewhat buttery and more sweet. It's, it's really noticeable, the difference. That's, that's true. I can attest to that. Uh, so tell us more about the phytates and enzyme in inhibitors uh, because we want to know more about these bad boys yeah yeah most people when i tell them i sprout nuts they look at me like i'm crazy and they say well aren't raw nuts the healthiest way to go like they're raw they're in nature isn't that the way to go but actually um from a long time ago we've known that it's healthier to properly prepare nuts grains seeds and legumes and so most people are most familiar with grains so if you've heard of Ezekiel 4.9 bread or sprouted wheat flour, it's essentially the same process, um, but with a different product. And so the end result is that these phytates, these enzyme inhibitors that literally block our body from absorbing the nutrients, and they go straight through us instead of our body being able to absorb that magnesium, that protein, that vitamin B, um, those are inhibiting. And so what we do when we sprout them is we get rid of those. We decrease it significantly so that our body can absorb all those nutrients. So really it's more bang for your buck. You're getting the same product, but your body is able to absorb so much more. So it's healthier. It tastes better. Um, would you say that your products qualify as a paleo and keto diet? Yeah, so all our products are paleo. Uh, most of our products are keto. I'm looking at the uh, coconutty right now. This is definitely not keto. It's got uh, four grams of sugar and 12 grams of, uh, let's see, it's got 10 grams of net carbs per serving. So it's a little high on the carb count just because it's got some other stuff, but all the other ones are pretty much keto. Um, and especially the walnuts, those have zero net carbs, and then the almonds next, and then cashews would be the least keto. Right. Um, is the coconut one a new product? Because I don't think I've tried that. Yeah, yeah, that one is our second most recent product. We're coming out with new ones pretty quickly here, but that's a little sweeter one. It's got 
coconuts, organic date syrup, organic coconut shreds, and then some sea salt. And okay. so it's more of a dessert nut, which people are, look at me like I'm crazy when I say that. But think of like a candied pecan or a candied walnut uh, right. on a cashew. Mm. Um, so you still, um, I understand you, you are selling your products in uh, different stores in Austin and, <laughs> uh, and now nationwide, are you selling We're, nationwide? We're almost nationwide. We have um, stores in Texas, in the Northeast, and then as I moved out to California, it made sense to open up stores here. So within the new year, we will likely be nationwide, which is exciting for us because we started as a two-man team or one-man, one-woman team in a kitchen with recipes and iterations and we had people over and we were doing blind tests of what they thought of the nuts compared to raw nuts. Mm -hmm. And now it's exciting to see the packaging and to see our product on shelves in places other than just our hometown. Right. Right. And I'm sure it's a lot of work too. It is. Yeah. 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 Especially when you go nationwide, you're talking about much bigger volume. So you use a commercial kitchen for that? Yeah, so we started in my personal kitchen. In Texas, you can, under the, what's called the cottage food law, you can make some products in your kitchen and sell them at farmer's markets. So I was soaking five-gallon tubs of almonds or walnuts or whatever and then uh, putting them in our Excalibur dehydrators. Fortunately, we've stepped up from that. Um, the next step was the commercial kitchen where we had a lot more space and we'd stay late at night and... Uh, yeah, that was an interesting time. That was a lot of fun, but a lot of late nights. And now we have a co-packer here in California. And so they have their own brand of sprouted granola. And so mm -hmm. we're not a direct competitor with them, but they do sprout their own nuts. And so we've been able to use their machinery and their staff to make our product. And so they do the test runs and I try it out and make sure it's the same quality. And then from there, uh, they can make it at a much bigger volume than I could ever do it in the kitchen. Yeah, as I'm sure as an accountant, you figure out it's more cost-effective to have someone else make them, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially when it comes to buying power. We have some organic lines right now, but we're wanting to transition to um, almost fully organic, and they make organic products. So using their buying power, and if they buy it... Uh, just for example, $10 a pound, and we had to buy at $15 a pound, then of course it makes sense to use their leverage because they're buying literal tons and we're buying 50-pound boxes. Yeah, it's probably better for your sanity as well. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's been great. to. It was, it was fun making all the product, and I'm glad that we didn't start directly with a co-packer because it really – showed how much heart and sweat and tears go into the product, not into the product, but into the process of making the product. And now to see that being transitioned to pretty much automatic and other people's staff has been pretty incredible to watch. So that's how you sold your products with your sweat? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't tried that yet, but that may be on the horizon. <clears throat> Speaking a week, uh, notice on your website there was a special mentions about the salt that you use. Can you mm -hmm. give us insight? 
Yeah, so we use Redmond sea salt, which is from Utah. And I know what you're thinking, how is it sea salt if it's from Utah? But um, if you go on their website, they could explain this much better than I can. But essentially, um, deep down there is where the sea used to be, there's a lot of high quality salt. And so they extract that. I don't know their methods or machinery or anything, but it's really good salt and people notice the difference. And uh, we use that not only to um, sprinkle on top for the slightly salty varieties, but then also to soak the nuts in as well. Okay, okay. So uh, you're also selling online. Uh, can you give us your website and um, you know the line of products that you offer? Yeah, so we're at springboundsnacks.com. And on that, we have about seven flavors now. It keeps on growing. So our, our favorite, our uh, fan favorite flavors, our best selling are the Texas Chili Medley right here. That's um, mine too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially being in Austin there. Uh, it's almonds, cashews, coconut oil, and then an all-purpose seasoning called paleo powder, which I highly recommend as a seasoning. I use that on everything, but... My uh, business mentor, buddy Dustin, owns that company in, in Austin as well, and they're a great company. And then Coconutty Cashews is another big hit. That's more for people who like this sweet. And as I mentioned, that's got the date syrup and the coconut shreds. So that one's got a little sweet without giving you a headache the next morning, like a chocolate uh, ice cream sundae would or something like that. Right. And then along with that, we have our Texas Chili Bold, which is the same recipe, but it's got habanero powder on it. And so that one's for those that like a kick, because that one's super spicy. And then in our slightly salty varieties, we have almonds, cashews, and pecans. Okay. And they're, yeah, they're available in the snack packs in this size, and then in eight ounce on the website. And then we're available on Amazon as well, and we're getting more and more of our products up there every every month or so. Cool, cool. Yeah. Mark? I'm actually intrigued. Uh, how many other states, just for you know, the people who might be thinking of uh, getting onto the um, home-produced food wagon, um, mm -hmm. how many other states can you, do you have something like the cottage food laws or is it just Texas? Well, Ooh, I couldn't tell you that. I just researched Texas because we were in Austin, but mm. uh, I know in California that's not the same. They're a little more uh, strict on these laws. But in Texas, there's certain foods, so I'll only speak for nuts, that you can make at home and then you can sell at state fairs mm -hmm. and farmer's markets um, and roadside stands, I think, are the three places. All right. Okay. Yeah. Super job. I mean, we, we in many ways, glossed over the, the nutritional value for, of, of sprouted nuts. What would, yeah. you, what would you say is that the chief, um, yeah, the, the chief nutritional kick that you get out of having a sprouted nut as opposed to a normal nut? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. So my business partner, Laura, who is awesome, she couldn't have or she still can't have a handful of raw almonds without it upsetting her stomach. And so that's um, partly the phytic acid there messing with digestion and getting in the way of that. Um, but she can have sprouted almonds like a handful with nothing, no problem at all. She doesn't feel bad after, doesn't feel bad the next day. So that's partly the uh, phytic acid 
thing wiped away or washed away, if you think of it visually, mm -hmm. uh, by the soaking process. And then also um, with that, your bodies are able to absorb more of the proteins, more of the B vitamins, and more of the other minerals like zinc and magnesium mm. and all that. So if you look on the outside, if you look at the nuts next to a roasted nut or raw nut, nutritionally, it will probably be the same. But what your body can absorb, what is bioavailable, as we like to say, is going to be a lot different. Oh, excellent. So, yeah. So it, it makes it more digestible. There's less stuff that the body's going to react against. Exactly. Yep. And what it does does have is more bio, it's more uh, easy for the body to absorb, in essence. Exactly. Yeah. Super stuff. Um, I mean, this might be something that you know because you've grown up with sprouting nuts, but I reckon there's a lot of people who haven't got a clue what a sprouting nut is. Yeah. We What's find the, that. What is the process of making a sprouted nut? Yeah. Uh, that's a great question because we initially thought that everyone at the farmer's market would know what sprouting is or do it at them at their homes themselves. But turns out about 80% of the people we interacted with who is our demographic shopping at a farmer's market didn't have one clue what a sprouted nut was. So the process of sprouting nuts, you take raw nuts. Uh, you can't sprout a roasted nut because it's already been depleted um, mm. with the roasting process. But you take a raw nut and you soak it usually 6 to 12 hours in uh, high-quality water and sea salt. And so what that does is it's mimicking germination. It's mimicking the nut falling from the tree and going through the rainy season. And then you're going to mimic the um, time after that by the dehydration. So one way to do it would be, and this is not what I recommend, to throw it in at high heat and get it done in 10 minutes, just like a roasted nut. But I think that takes away uh, kind of shooting yourself in the foot there for the nutritional value. So we dehydrate it slowly, um, usually around 150 degrees. And what that's doing is that's taking out the moisture from the nut so that it's going to give you a good crunch and it won't lose any of the uh, nutritional benefits that you just spent uh, sprouting. So. Um, so you got to the point where you dehydrated them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we dehydrate them uh, with the bigger dehydrators. We're do able to do it in less time. But with our home dehydrators, our Excaliburs, we're dehydrating them two to three days. So mm -hmm. it's a long, yeah, it's a lengthy process. I don't think people understand the, the time and love that goes into making sprouted nuts rather than like roasted is just buying them raw and then zapping them in 10 minutes. So it's a lot longer process. It's a process of uh, similar to kombucha or for fermented bread. It takes a while, but the end product is definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, years past when I was sort of uh, into breeding different types of birds and animals, mm -hmm. um, we used to take some of the, the mix quite often and deliberately sprout it just to see um, what the quality of the, the actual grain was. Mm. And, That's uh, great. I guess in, in many ways, because you're taking this as your sprouting process is going through all the time, you can always see how good the quality of the grain is that you've got. Yeah. Yeah. We, and like I said, we try, we're mostly conventional right now, but the quality of the grain that we're trying to get is organic. And so with the co-packer here, we'll be able to do that uh, hopefully in the next six months or so. Super job. I think that's, that's everything from my notes anyway. 
Back to you, Alain. Perfect. I survived. <laughs> you survived. I thought See, that was going to be a roasting, Mark. No, 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 no. Well, maybe. <laughs> Think no, of anything when, else on here. When it does roasting, there's usually liquor involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not morning time over there, huh? No. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess we'll do the famous, infamous closing. Um, here it goes. Thank you again, Brad, for being on the local paleo show. And as we say in Texas, à votre santé, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. Howdy from California. Thank you, Brad, for taking the time to talk to us. And um, 